I am the chair of Cycle North Cheshire. We have spoken to you before, we've worked with you before. Uh, we did these local community cycle maps with you. Uh, we talked about the LC WIP, uh, which is jargon I know, it's a local cycling, cycling and walking infrastructure plan, which uh, I sat on. Um, uh, Ashley's got a copy about that thick, goes into immense details for the borough. But the outcome of it was for Frodsham and Halesby was to build a new cycle path between the Holton border and approximately around where the um, Hornsmill pub is in Halesby. And then we have a second project running to link that to the Chester Greenway, which would give you about 19 miles of dedicated cycleway, off-road, segregated safe, which is something that, that we believe the community needs and wants. Um, so, where are we? So the principle of this was established and passed by uh, the, um, borough, the Borough Council uh, last July. Uh, the major focus of it is getting more children to cycle or walk to the high school. Uh, and the yardstick is an unaccompanied 12 year old, which clearly the age of 56 is not suitable for. We managed to get Frodsham and Hells being raised from a low priority to a medium one within Quack, which was a major achievement. And uh, just about a year ago, we did some work, uh, maybe a little bit less than a year ago, on the COVID tranche 2 funding, which is released by the government. And the net result of that is that the first part of this path is going to be constructed this year. The redesign, uh, the first design was published in December. There was a consultation on that. There were some design flaws that went back for redesign. It's due out again this week. But there is a commitment that I was in a meeting with last week to get that built in this financial year. And if you look at the maps in the briefing pack I sent you, the concept whole route um, is effectively a bit like a dog's bone. There's a bit in the middle, which is a bit past the high school, running alongside the A56, which will be have proper segregation, not just white lines painted on the road, something physical. Um, and then at either end of that, one for Hellsby, one for Frodsham, some sort of bypass collection system with safe segregated paths for the, for the users, principally the high school, but anybody can use it. Um, families can go cycling at the weekend, people like me can go uh, and link up and ride into North Wales and, and go many, many miles quite safely. Um, and we think it's a great thing. The problem with it is that it's a concept. And if you look at the concept, it's highly flawed. Um, if it's built as the concept is drawn. Um, well, it, it never could be built as the concept is drawn. 
So what we're working on now, having got the, the bit of the bone in the middle, is the bits on either end, to get a proper plan of what the root alignment would be. So what we want to do is to raise £18,250 to commission Sustrans to make a proper shovel-ready plan with proper root alignment and uh, proper costings. If you look at the route as it is now, it goes down the quay along Ship Street, comes back out onto Ship Street by the lights opposite Morrison's, through the lights, through the back of the Queen's Head, under the railway, turns right alongside the railway track, cross Fountain Lane, into the park, up Central Avenue in the park, and then eventually drops you back down into Halley Lane. And we have to say we don't think that that's a very viable way of doing it. So it needs a proper study, and we need £18,250. And we want to build a collaborative relationship with the Town Council to work out how we can raise that money together. So that's why I'm here, and if there's any questions I'll take now, if not, I'll leave you alone. That's fine, thank you very much for that.
uh, year and a half that we've just had. You know, our town needs everybody pulling in the in the same direction. And uh, you know, it's it's if, if not now, then then when? Uh, I can probably look round the table and say that there's nobody here who um, was on the town council at a time when we tried this sort of little exercise one, one time before. And one of the things that we did as a town was we pulled as many assets together as we could do to really go out and have a bit of a conversation with the people that live here and pay our precept, whether it's Cheshire West or Frodham Town Council. And we did something that in 2012 that I still use every time I'm in the council chamber at Cheshire West now, because we did a whole town consultation. Were you here? Mm -hmm. I was on the council, but I was a resident. Right, okay. So we went out to the, uh, to the residents, the businesses, the people that uh, have a business here, the people that visit here, and we talked about the things that we all anecdotally know are really important to people. We asked some really big and tough questions and when we got the feedback on that, so we ended up with a 30% response rate, having literally pasted this through everybody's door. So we had a real mandate to, um, uh, you know, sort of pull together a plan where we could all work together on, on important things. And that really just gave us all a little bit of confidence to go and do some things that probably the town council's not done ever. But it's really important to people. So we. We did things like we built zebra crossings together to try and help our kids get safely to school. And, you know, people like Neil, who's now disappeared, use those crossings every day. You know, the, the crossing at the Netherton was a big issue for the school. It might even help the cyclists, you know, to cross the busy A56 going forward. And it certainly, uh, you know, as we all look around sort of sustainability and different ways of moving around the town, those little bits of key infrastructure that we can all work on together. Chris and I have um, different funding streams to you guys. We got a town that is just awash with people who are passionate about doing things and can apply for money that won't apply to either you as a precepting council or Cheshire West as the local planning authority and the local highways authority and whatever other authority we choose to be. But if we're really in this sort of, uh, you know, sort of three-way partnership between the councillors, you know, regardless of where you're a councillor, uh, our communities and our residents and all the great things that happen here, there is literally nothing that we can't achieve. So one of the things that we discussed with Helen was whether we could work together on something a little bit similar and, and go out and ask some really important questions about what's important to our residents. I think there's huge merit in doing that together because a lot of the things that uh, particularly drive people mad or people would really like to see happen are issues for Cheshire West. But in the scheme of things, and I say this with sort of love and respect, but you know, there's a lot in our town that needs a fix. There's a lot of things in our town, some of them are big fixes, a lot of them are really, really little, easy to do things that we could do better in Frodham than we could anywhere else. We can use that Frodham pound, whether it's through Frodham Town Council or wherever, to turn our local businesses and to, you know, reward our high street and there's all sorts of things. So the more we can do closer to home, I think it, it sort of says to the residents, uh, you know, we've got a, a great council team that's really focused on our priorities and getting things done and it's very very simple use loose of the term here for Cheshire West as the borough council to be starting to think about different ways of delivering services because Frodham Town Council is our first tier of local government and as local government partners it's relatively simple to lift and shift things and we're not going to do this you know without you know, going through due process and, and making sure that you know, we're, we're fiscally neutral on it. But these things are possible. And I think we can do a better job locally because no one loves Frodham like us. And no one understands what's important like we do. And you know, let's, let's just sort of try and do this together and let's try and find some of those 
quick wins and those bigger sort of strategic issues that we've just heard about from um, from our uh, you know really committed and passionate cycling team here. And you know let's let's make this a town that everybody can be hugely proud of. We launched our big project thank you. And that is really just to sort of try and put a line in the sand that says, you know, we're all going to come out and do big celebrations around the Queen's Jubilee. So let's hear everybody's good idea and make this whole town programme. And there's going to be lots of things that the town council can do, lots of things that other people want to do. But let's have this where literally Frodham is a, a, you know, open to everybody to attend everything. Because I think, you know, we, we need this and we want everybody involved and everybody feeling that they can participate um, uh, however and wherever. And, uh, you know, lo loneliness is not something that we're going to lie down and accept here in Frodham. So I'll stop talking now. But um, obviously, any, any questions for either or for, for us? Yes, I just, just said, would it not be a good idea to actually come up with a list and then prioritise? Because there'll be some quick fixes. Um, I'm a big believer in getting on with the job. Just, okay. just talk about it, let's deliver. But if we have a list, we can actually then say, look, this is what we're, we've got a list, and we're going to prioritise, we're going to do the quick fixes first. Um, but, you know, some, some of our residents think there's something that they. I couldn't agree more. You almost want something, I've just said this.
meeting held on the 24th of May. Oh. I'm happy to move them all on block, yeah. yeah. Okay, they're all approved. Uh, we'll get you to sign them to future date because there's just too many papers to do it right now. There are, that's fine, I'll do that. Uh, item <coughs> 42 is the account report due 2021, um, and Joe has previously circulated a report. So it's to note the report, the account balances and bank reconciliations, and to approve and sign the finance report. Third month, we accept the law. Yep. Yep. Okay. Thank you. So item 43, um, this is an action plan. So um, from my perspective, that's to, I guess this, this dovetails in with uh, a new approach to working and to how Rotten Town Council wishes to work and also wishes to be perceived um, by our residents and our businesses as well. Um, and I'd like us to consider drafting an annual plan detail detailing all of our um, priorities and the projects that we're prepared to deliver in the next 12 months. I think Rotten Town Council needs to be accountable to its residents and to its businesses and this is one of the ways that we can actually share what, what we want to do as a council and the reasons why we're doing what we want to do. And I say it dovetails very much into that piece well. of work. Um, so I think that there are key actions already underway, so things like the memorial path, um, the, the benches, um, potentially green gates. Um, but I think it's good that if we can ask our residents for their views as well, so form part and parcel of that consultation. I think, sorry, Helen, um, what's important there as well is awareness for residents of what Project Town Council is actually responsible for and what our responsibilities of the Borough Council, you know, because I think a lot of residents often confuse and what are our responsibilities mm -hmm. and what are not, so I think that would make it a lot clearer for residents as well. Okay, excellent. We'll take that forward then, Joe. Um, so what I would do is um, I'll liaise with the chairs, the committees, just to ensure that what we've currently got on going is, is on there, and then once we've had our away day, we can start to add, add items onto that, which um, just needs to be clear on, on what our priorities are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, item number 44, uh, this is the over 70s voucher scheme, and this is to consider a revision to the current scheme to enable non-independent hospitality businesses to register to take part in the scheme. It's currently just independent businesses uh, that we have uh, as part of the scheme. All business, all independent businesses, not yes. just hospitality. Mm -hmm. So, question, do we want to consider revising the current scheme? The reason, the reason I raised this was that I was aware that many of our um, hospitality businesses, the Queen's etc., um, the Bears, have had a pretty lean year. Um, and although they're owned by big, big corporates, it was an opportunity for the, the community to actually buy into those, those not, not those businesses, but to be able to spend their vouchers. Um, if they want to, just go and buy a Christmas lunch, if that's what they want to do. Okay. That was the thinking behind it. But I'm aware it was it was done to originally to get people to spend money on project independent businesses. Okay. So it's open for debate. Caroline? Could I give a little bit of history? I don't know whether people understand where the over 70s vouchers came from. Historically, um, the over 70s used to go and have lunch in the community centre and it was put on for the over 70s. Um, it got less than, well, attended. So they decided that initially, I think it was a five pound voucher was given to them to spend at the independent businesses in Frodsham, the greengrocers, the butchers, um, to buy something for Christmas lunch. It's not a voucher to go and buy petrol with or um, to go and pay off your credit card or anything like that. It is to provide the Christmas lunch that historically um, was, was provided by the council. Um, I hear what you're saying, Phil, um, and I mean the, the actual scheme is run through the PPNR group. Um, and I think last year we opened it up, I think um, some of the vouchers, did they allow to go through the Queen's Head? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, am I allowed to take part in this? Or I, I have declared an interest. Only if it goes to a vote. Yeah, um, yes, um, 
all the hospitality businesses in Frodham were invited to join the scheme, but obviously we were locked down again, so we didn't really see any benefit from it or, or no. Um, I think I think again, if some people go to the hairdressers, I mean, there are a lot of people who say, "Oh no, 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 I don't want the voucher," and they don't understand that they can actually donate it to the church. They can donate it to the girl guys, to the brownies. They very often use them for Christmas presents as well. Well, I mean, yes, but it, it is meant to be for themselves, I know, I know. to give themselves a treat, and that's historically how it was done. And I have concerns that if it does go into the big breweries, the big, um, you know, I think the example that was given in Fable Morrison's, um, it, it, it wasn't meant for that. It's fraction. It's it's our money. It's mm. we paid into this. And it, the idea was that it came back to the businesses in Frodsham, so it came back to the little independents, you know, um, some of the, the smaller ones that... Um, I will, okay. I'll always counter-argue that some of what are perceived to be independent businesses within Frodsham are often owned by big, bigger businesses, so some pubs may be leased or tenanted, but held back by bigger breweries or bigger bigger groups, the same on our high street in other businesses. Um, I think the bigger businesses mine, the Bears Port, they're still providing jobs and they're putting money back into our local economy as well. So um, they're providing employment to local people as, as well as as that. So that, that, that would be the counter argument. And I also think as well, I know I understand what you're saying about the independent businesses, but if it's for the residents of Frodsham, then I personally think it should go to the businesses in Frodsham, whether they be retail outlets or small independent. You know, if you want to go and spend £10 in Morrison's for part of your Christmas lunch, well, it is in Frodsham. They're not travelling out to we, we, Manchester, are they? We as a community have taken quite a lot from Morrison's during COVID, who yeah. supported our elderly. They've worked with groups and things that maybe it's time to give back and say thank you to them as well, because they've well supported a lot of people that... Well, they supported Paddy, didn't they, yeah, when he was doing the free meals and that. Um, yeah, I do want to take... Do we want to take a vote on this? I think we need to. So. Well, can I just say, I mean, it is up to the business, you know, it's up to the businesses anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. Some of them may not. I mean, we've all seen the report, we do know where all the money tends to go. I mean, I think there's a, it's quite an interesting document when it comes back as to where they are spent. So. And I think the ones that do spend it are the likes of cowards will always go to Coates or Hales or, you know, I think that's how they like to support the scheme. But I just think it would be nice to open it up a little bit more. Okay, so can we take a vote on whether we want to include non-independence? Is this just hospitality as in the agenda or any? Well, I don't think we can limit it to hospitality, can we? Okay. True. No. Do you want to propose that then? I'll propose that. Do we open it up to every business? To every business in Frodsham. So, um, sorry, Councillor Chris, that would be kind of like the, the petrol station, any any business for any any They've got to apply, though, haven't they? They've got to apply to take part. I think, I think you'll find that the, yeah. the really, really big businesses will probably not have the mechanism for taking those vouchers through their total system anyway. Um, second-guessing that they probably won't be part of the scheme anyway. Do we, just as a, as a question, do we have a say on whether we allow organisations to, to participate in the scheme, Joseph, if they apply? Do we have I to don't, How would you police that? No, I know, I'm just asking. I, I, have I, I have no idea. No idea how you would manage that. Okay. Right, so Phil's proposed that we include all, all project businesses in the over-70s. Mm -hmm. Do we have? I'm a bit torn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit torn. I'm a bit to be yeah. honest. Oh, yeah. 
Dissatisfaction at this current scheme. Is that, did you say sorry? Is, have any, nobody's asked. No, 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 I have. I mean, I obviously worked at Medicorp for quite a long time, and I know a lot of the residents there would have liked to have spent it at Morrison's because that's where they went and got their shopping. So that that's just from my perspective. So, okay. so Phil, is the proposal that we want to vote on that we try? We want to try it for one year. Could you word it to independent and Hi. places that sell food? Hang on one second, so we get some clarification. Well, it's, it's independent. It's independent. It's so, what, what we are going to have a vote on now is whether we open up the over 70s voucher schemes to any business in Brodgham for a period, well, for the Christmas 2021. So we need a, a vote, not. I'm in favour. So those in favour, if you just keep your hands up. Thank you. Thank you. And those against? Okay. So that's. Are you, are you abstaining? Yeah, I'm abstaining. So you, you've no vote. No vote. Okay. Okay, that's carried. Thanks, Item 45. Sorry, can I just clarify, when I say carried, you're not going to be Correct. doing that scheme? Yeah. So it, it remains as independent yeah. businesses in Frontier. Item 45, quotation to repair, strobe replace, test, I can't say it, catenary? Yes. Catenary wise. So we've had a quote from KDE, um, so the, the work needs needs to be done, it needs to be done in plenty of time before Christmas. Um, is everybody happy to accept that quotation and for the works to yeah. be commissioned? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. Uh, item 46, uh, this is just to note the update that's been provided for the neighbourhood plan. Everyone's seen that update? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Is there any questions? No, I think the report was it was succinct. Yeah. Yeah. Got a yeah. Smashy, thank you. Uh, item forty-seven, <coughs> amenities committee. Um, so uh, to note, well, item A to note the committee resolved recommendations to return the former Ship Street play area into into a play area and install play equipment, and there was um, a report submitted for consideration um, this evening. Uh, I think everyone's had a copy of that report. Um, so the two recommendations are to approve the engagement of a project manager and to delegate the authority to community amenities committee to award any contracts for relevant services, equipment and installation. Is everybody happy to approve that report? Yeah. 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 Can I just clarify? That's to appoint the project manager. No, the full town full council will appoint the project manager. Right. And the amenities committee, the authority will be deferred for any subsequent contracts. So for installation of play equipment or to buy play equipment, and that will be done through the project manager. Whoever we appoint. Of whoever yeah. we appoint. Yeah. I just wanted to make quite sure we understood who was going to make the decisions. And it does say in there that we we'll work with Greengate. Well, just for Dave and Claire's benefit, who maybe haven't had the report. Absolutely. Um, this is uh, the report basically seeks to approve to develop Ship Street Play, Ship Street play Area um, as a multi generational recreation area funded by Frodham Town Council and in partnership with the Green Gates Community. Do we need project. to take a vote on this now? 
I think we've all agreed it's, 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 it's passed now. It's passed. It's passed. That's it. just to note uh, the committee resolved to approve the service level agreement and myself and Joe have a meeting later this week um, so we can get that next week, sorry, yes, next week now so we can get that out. Um, as another note, item D, uh, the amenities committee to um, include a budget item for replacement benches of £9,000. Uh, item E, to approve the request for bench funding and make adjustments to the immunity committee budget. Do we need to take a vote on that here, Joe? Yes, because the uh, money will be taken out of reserves and put into the immunity committee budget. But I did manage that. I went out this this week to yeah. look at where the benches were to be installed. No, I'm waiting for that quotation back. Okay. okay. So are we happy to approve um, the request? For bench funding to move from reserves into a meetings committee. Yes. Yeah. We need to vote. Okay. Approved. Do we need to vote, Joe? Are you all in favour? Yeah. Yes. Anybody against? No. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to the acceptance of the Manly Road Cops um, Constitution. Um, uh, item G to approve the revision of meeting dates for the committee. Uh, so the committee um, wants to change their meeting dates to immediately follow the planning committee meeting between April and October, and that's every third Monday. Yep. Yes. Approved. Yeah. Everyone in agreement. Yes. Um, just to note the terms of reference. Okay. Thank you. So uh, item number forty-eight. Planning Committee, um, just to note that we've just got current membership of four councillors at that committee. Uh, do we have anybody that, that wants to join that committee in attendance I'll today? I'll come back if we're struggling for members. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, we had to postpone a meeting from last week because you weren't corrupt, so you could do with more members. <laughs> we will, yes, definitely. <laughs> I'll go on it as a reserve, but I won't attend every single one. Then right. at least you've got two yes. people extra who can. So we have five people on the committee and one reserve. Okay, so Lucy's going to join the committee, planning committee, and Caroline's going to be in reserve. That should sort it. And then if we, if and when we get new intake, we've got room to manoeuvre. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, item 49. The events committee, and that's just a note, the terms of reference for the committee have been approved. Uh, item 50, uh, the policy process and revenue committee, just again to note that the terms of reference for the committee have been approved, um, and to note that the rats have left the cemetery building, um, and can we consider um, the removal of the equipment from the buildings? I think they've got quite a lot of old, um, <coughs> redundant equipment in there. Um, it's just Are we just going to scrap that? Okay. What the gentleman who um, did the rats also has a, another business. Um, he was recommended by Councillor Stockton because he does work at um, work Councillor Stockton lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said that he would remove everything. He would want to fog the building first, bearing in mind what's been in it yeah. before he touch anything. He would weigh in any metal for scrap and give us the value of the scrap back. And dispose of what's worthless. Mm -hmm. It would be useful to know how much he charged you for that, getting rid of the lights. Uh, he's not said put in a bill yet, but it's £40 a visit and he's done three visits. Yeah, Red to Kill wanted £300. Could I ask what kind of equipment is in? There, there is, um, there's a, a sit on lawnmower which no longer works, which we had already agreed before the previous gentleman left. Uh, that we were replacing. Uh, he had arranged for somebody to collect that, but then that didn't happen and we didn't buy a new one because everything changed. There's a couple of very, very big, heavy strimmers, petrol strimmers. Uh, they've not been used in some time. 
And then there is um, a lot of, there's broken desks, there's microwaves, there's an oven, uh, there's chairs, uh, there's obviously the picket fencing for the Christmas tree, which I wouldn't let go, clearly. Um, uh, then there is the, the big beacon in there, which obviously we wouldn't let that go either. Um, a lot of old railings, a lot of old um, play area signs, which I believe the new play, the play area had new signs five years ago. So everything that's come from anywhere has gone in those two buildings. Okay. I'd quite like to see those buildings cleared. Yeah. Yeah. Cleared. Yeah. Then we can fill them up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> I think it's excellent. Yeah. Just the, the only suggestion I'd make, the ride on lawnmower, I don't know what state it's in, would, would we get any value selling that second hand to somebody who work to repair it? It is a new engine, which is why we were getting rid of it in the first place. We were getting rid of it when Lionel was... Lionel was, 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 was already yeah. agreed to Okay, no, if it needs a new mm. engine, it's probably yeah. no use to anyone. Can okay. we request that gentleman? Yes. Yeah, we proceed with that action. Thanks very much, Joe. Uh, and thanks for recommending the bill. Good move. Uh, item 51, Frogin Festival in the Park, uh, which is happening on Sunday the 29th of August. Um, so there's an item to note that the Rotary have invited Frogin Town Council to have a store at the event um, and to consider whether we want to participate in the event. Um, I, I personally uh, think it's, it would be a great idea. Um, I think what we've talked about earlier on today about promoting Frogin Town Council promoting what we as councillors can do um, for Brodgham alongside our borough councillors. Um, again, it's, it's, an, it's an advertising um, opportunity for us um, to showcase what we, what we are going to do um, and maybe what we've done. Does it fall in line with the co-option or will the co-option date have finished? Well, I, I had hoped that we might be co-opting this evening but I've had no applicants. I'm just wondering if we could promote, maybe promote exactly. it on this. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we probably need to have, a, if, if we agree we're going to help have a store, we probably need to have uh, a note of which councillors can attend on the day, whether we do a vote assistant and then what we're going to um, put on the store. But we don't need to do that tonight, but um, I think, are we in agreement that we would like a store? Yeah. 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 Point, just to point out that that is bank holiday weekend as well. It is. Yeah, that's the only trouble. I'm quite often away. We haven't booked anything yet, but we might. <laughs> We've come if I'm here, but if, if I'm not, then... Can I suggest that you do get a commitment? Because I'm actually on another store that day, so... Uh, I could double that, but which I don't seem to want to. But, yeah. you know, I think you need to make sure that you have got the commitment from people okay. who will attend. Because there's nothing worse, because that's happened to us before. We've only been money for four hours, haven't we? Twelve to four. Yes. I remember rightly. Yes. That just needs one or two of us to commit to an hour each. Yeah. Sorry. I think you've wanted more than one person at a time. Yeah, yeah it's sorry, a bit lonely yeah. stood there yeah. on your own. Yeah. Two per hour. Yeah. Two. So, do we have councillors that could attend? Yeah, I don't mind. I'll do it. I certainly will. So that's Bernie, Bill, myself, Felicity, um, and Pauline. If you've got enough definite, so I'll put myself down as a potential. Excellent. Bill? I can't go until that bed. Okay. That's fine. And then um, hopefully we'll be with our councillors to see whether our borough councillors can also uh, attend on, on, and be on that store. Okay. Oh, have you got one? Good. <laughs> Excellent. That's great then, Joe. So um, <laughs> can we get back in touch with the Rotary and ask to be included? Yeah. And then. Um, Will we? Do you want your own store? Can I ask if we can share? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We can ask if we can share. Well, we've got the same share. Yeah. Okay. So I think that would be a great, great way to promote and hopefully um, engage some people to, to co-opt into the yeah. council soon. Make us look like a joint partnership as well. It will. It will. Especially with the big bloke in the Okay. So item 52. Uh, hopefully this is the last time this item is on an agenda, which is the Christmas tree. Uh, to note that the tree is on a two-year contract. Um, and let's have a look. Uh, for the years 2020 and 2021, uh, the costs um, of 2,145. 
the Christmas Festival Organising Committee have agreed to carry out fundraising to cover the cost of the tree for, for this year. Uh, part B, which is a consideration to contribute £1,050 to the Organising Committee uh, from funds remaining from the 2019 budget towards the cost of the tree. Yeah. Would that be as a grant to the... Uh, no, it wouldn't be as a grant to them. That's that's contributing. It's money that they put in to the account. Sorry, can Caroline. I actually went to New Beck Joe to go through all the numbers because I committed to I bought with the names and stuff as well. I and I think Joe will back me here is that we can't actually do it because of the our financial regulations because it's from the budget of 2019 and we haven't carried we don't carry money forward. Well, don't say it's coming from 2019 then. To say oh, we're no, gonna, it's got to be ordered for Phil. I know. So we just say we're going to give it out of this year's budget and not mention the 2019. Well, that's, I, I no, mean, we're not that's, carrying it that's another case, but it, having gone through all the numbers. Yeah, I, I understand okay. what you're doing saying about not carrying money forward, but, and I agree with that, but let's just, it was an oversight at the time. Well, Ryan? Um, the way that item is. Uh, worded, I would like to reject it and propose an amendment. Um, we got the Christmas Festival Organising Committee into that mess. We broke our financial regulations and we were responsible for that and we were found by our auditors to be responsible for that. I think as a one-off gesture, um, we should match fund the cost of the tree this year. Um, yeah. Nothing to do with the funds from the 2019 budget, but um, we should be we should take responsibility for the tree having been found guilty of breaking our financial regulations to acquire the tree. My point would be that we would be breaching the financial regulations to pay the bills of an external organisation. So I'm not against them having money, um, but I am against us. Breaking financial regulations. Well, we're we're breaking how, are we breaking so how are we breaking financial yeah. regulations? I think in terms of the proposal that Ryan just made, it wouldn't be in financial regulations. So it would be much funded, so we take money from our reserves and not from any previous year. If people are certain that that wouldn't be in breach. Sorry, can't hear you. If people are certain that that wouldn't be in breach, perhaps. to apply for it so can we can we do that this this uh, the, there's a, uh, September's going to be the next round for it um, and um, Sarah circulated the figures of where all the funding's gone into projects is significantly lower than uh, the surrounding parishes so it's just it's just another fun for different projects. Yeah. I think yeah. that dovetails nicely into the other idea we had earlier we'll generate some ideas off that and then yeah. apply straight to the funding yeah yeah so Felicity, would you mind coordinating, that, I know you're the, the representative for Proto for the protest group, yeah. would you mind coordinating between the councillors um, about whether there are projects? And yeah. I can think of one straight away, yeah. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we can make sure we can, can um, work with those organisations to get their, their bids in. 
How, how much money did they say there was for Frodsham? Was it seven thousand? Um, that was uh, that was how much had been given to Frodsham. Um, I'm not sure uh, without looking at the details exactly how much is available. But okay. Yeah. Well, no. What you have to do, Lucy, is you have to apply, mm. and then they will award accordingly. Because what when I Avenues, 
Now, the, the place where we've stumbled is that at the moment it's for a feasibility study and it was turned down from marshes because it wasn't a tangible, uh, a tangible project, but then you can't move the project into getting the tangible things if the feasibility study hasn't been done. So it's kind of, it's in a bit of a stuck place. And perhaps if Frodsham Town Council was interested in investing some of it, perhaps we could collaborate with some other organisations such as Hellsby and Protoss to help get the money for this feasibility study. Is is there a way that we could work forward to do that? I think we need to investigate what we get elsewhere first. We can't decide that without speaking to those other two partners first. No, we really. yeah. could, could we maybe start some conversations and we look towards how, how we could assist the cycle group? I think we can certainly start the conversations, Lucy. Mm. Absolutely. Have they not been to Hellsby? I believe they have already spoken to Hellsby Council. Can we can we suspend standing orders and ask the members of public then what the feedback was from Hellsby Council? We, we have the, the chair of Hellsby Council is actually a, a member of Cycle North Cheshire. So that we haven't had the conversation that we're having here today with them, but we will be having that conversation at the next stage. We have done lots of community benefits and we've done looking at quack stuff. We've done a lot of stuff and I think whatever you decide to do, it is important that it becomes an inclusive programme with ourselves because we've got a lot of learning between us and a lot of knowledge. So we've got influence but no power and we've got knowledge but no way of exercising it at the moment. Okay, while well, standing orders are suspended, does Council of Ireland want to? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the guys have worked so hard on this, and the difficulty is with most of the funding criteria is for doing things, yeah. not for the preparation of doing things. And, um, you know, Ch Ch Cheshire West has had a very sizable allocation from government and should really be helping you to do some of this stuff, but for all sorts of reasons that not quite happened. So, you know, the enabling works are really where Frodham Town Council can have real value so that they can then go forward with evidence to say, we've done all this, here's a shovel ready scheme, now you can fund for doing stuff. And that's, that I think is... So you need the feasibility study before you can go down the funding yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, so can I reinstate standing orders? Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so I, I don't think we're, we're against it, I think we're, we're for it. It's understanding about what, what we can do to enable that to happen, and I think we need to have start to have that dialogue um, with Hellsby Parish Council, with Cycle North um, Cheshire, and to see what other funding streams that we can that we can access. Um, and it could be that we, we we may match on something, but I think we just need to just do a little bit more exploration. But I don't think we're against. No, I think we just need to investigate it more. Yeah. exploring, you know, going to Walsall and going to Kingsley because. to fund a feasibility study that runs through Frodsham and Hellsby, yeah. so all of them we might be less interested in funding a feasibility for the a bit that particularly runs through Let's take it forward, let's have, have some discussion about how we can take that forward, um, yeah. particularly yeah. with Hellsby, um, and then see what we can do on the how, how, side. how would we go about this? Would we do a working group or would we do something less formal? Or? Probably something less formal at the moment, Lucy. Okay, uh, yeah. In terms of feasibility, so if, if you and I take that away as an action um, yes. to have a word with, with Hellsby, Par Hellsby Parish Council, and then we can liage with Felicity and we can have a look at all the, the other funding streams as well. That sounds great. Okay. Smashing. Thank you. Uh, item 55 is Climate Action Frodgem. Uh, again, Lucy has circulated a report. Um, I think we've all had a chance to, to read that. Uh, so the consideration is whether whether Frodgem Town Council or individual councils want to take part in the, uh, the Big Green Week um, and what we may, may want to do. Does anybody have a view? Good to take part in the Big Green Week. Yeah, I think um, I think it would be nice if we could do something. Um, lots of the schools, the churches are getting involved, and I think it would show that we've 
got that community spirit that we're wanting to take part in things and I think the biggest idea behind the Great Green Week is that if you are able to make a small change for a week it might perhaps influence how you make decisions in the future if you found it not that difficult or maybe you've actually enjoyed some of the changes you've made then perhaps there might be things that you carry forward beyond the week and if there's this whole week where everyone's coming up with different ideas and promoting what they're doing it's showing people, oh, maybe I actually could do that. And if enough people make a small difference, it can equate to a very large difference. Okay. So I, mean, I, put, I put some ideas of things that could be done on the email. I don't know whether it's something that's easier done as individual councils and you know, posting stuff on social media or it's whether it's something we all want to do together. Okay. I certainly think we can promote it, definitely, um, on, on the website. And then we need to consider if we can do something as a, as a council or whether we just do something individually as, as councillors and use our own personal social media. So rather than have that dialogue as it's fresh, maybe we can pick that up with you directly, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. So, so what continue? We'll continue some dialogue. As yeah, as okay. Our council. Yes, we can do some emails and maybe see what we can come up with. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yes, thank Thanks, you. Lucy. <laughs> um, Item 56 is the Clark's report. Joe, can you uh, just, just a brief report, really. I um, met with a gentleman who was going to um, cost for painting the railings at Ship Street play area. Um, that quote's come through today. I haven't actually brought it with me. It was late on today. It's just over 18,000. So that will go back to the that was just a first quote, obviously I need to get... So it's not repairable, the fence, then it's got to be... No, that is repair that's that's repairable. That's repairable, right, okay. And painted it. That's repaired and oh, painted. Right. And some of it does need replacing, yeah. completely rotten at the top end. I mean, you could get hold of pieces and... Yeah, some, I mean, I do off. find railings quite often in the middle of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. do you want to... Well, if we come back to um, amenities... So it was just a note, really, so that you could see that there was some progress. And yeah. It would be interesting to compare that with refurbishment as to complete replacement as well and seeing what they... 250 metres replaced would be just over 40,000. Yeah, it's quite a lot more, this <laughs> could just repair. It would be better spent on play equipment. <laughs> so I'm assuming the railings have to be done before any play equipment can yeah, go on. So, we, yeah. so the road is not safe. We need to make what's there safe. Before we even before we put a forward. spade in the ground there. Yeah. So we add that into the Green Gates budget. Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone wants to go along and take the brand new padlocks off the gates that were only ever done for a month, it just seems a waste that they're oh, I've got the key in the office. Lying in there, on, hanging on two gates that maybe they could be used for something else. I can go and do that. No, we could. They'll not get them off anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, that's great. So that will go to a meetings committee. Yeah. Okay, lovely. And that's all I've got to do for And finally, item 57, uh, is there anything else? We're going to close the meeting.